Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Gloria TP5 from Resurrected for a Reason. Now, today I was sitting and listening to some music with my family. And a song came up. And the song is called Rise Up. I'm just going to sing a little bit of it. Just so you can know which song I'm talking about. I'll rise up, I'll rise like the day, I'll rise up, I'll rise unafraid, I'll rise up, and I'll do it a thousand times again. I'll rise up, high like the waves, I'll rise up, in spite of the ache, I'll rise up. And I'll do it a thousand times again. Y'all remember that song? Yeah. Let's see. This lady, her name is Andra Day. That's an amazing song. And when I was sitting there, I was, you know, going through it in my mind. And I was thinking, it's a lot of things that, I went through today that really kept directing me to God. And these are for, this message is for believers and non-believers. Now, a lot of us sit here and we think about our sins, you know. We say, oh, I didn't do something as bad as that person did. Well, you know, a sin is a sin. And... We have to repent if you want our blessings to be fulfilled. A lot of people come to me with that, like, Gloria, you don't know what you're talking about, this and that, you know. It's proven over and over again that you must confess your sins. And a lot of people don't understand what's wrong and what's right. Or they refuse to take a minute and really admit that they've done wrong and that they know it's bringing harm to people or a person or or a situation and it's sad to see that the world is coming to this where people can't admit when they're wrong they always want to fight back with words harsh words and then you're like trying to figure out what did I do that was so wrong you know God loves a clean heart and a clean mouth so you know when you cuss and you hurt somebody and you do it over and over and over again it hurts but we must forgive and I know that's hard too forgiving someone is not easy believe me I know amount of stuff I had to deal with over the years sometimes you just have to walk away you forgive and you walk away don't fight back with words just walk away and also a lot of people think you know why and how can I give myself to God when I can't see him can't hear him I can't feel him 
that's not exactly what I wanted to show. But a lot of people think that because they can't see him, can't feel him, and can't hear him. You have to ask God to reveal himself to you. God chooses his flock. In chapter 10 of John, the shepherd, the shepherd watches over his flock. The shepherd chooses his flock. The shepherd protects its flock. And I'm turning to John 10. And I'm going to read part of it. And when I read it, it made me think exactly of what God wants for us. So I'm going to read the part that really got to me. says, right here. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the shepherd, sorry, the sheep fold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out and when he brings out his own sheep he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice yet they will be no means follow a stranger but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers that was chapter john 10 verses 1 to and basically it's saying what I just said the shepherd and his flock Jesus and God are our shepherds we are his flock and Jesus and God call to us they call us by name and we will respond we know his voice and we do not respond to strangers so when we say we can't hear his voice we can't see him we can't hear him if you ask God to reveal himself to you he will he will because it's definitely happened to me several times I ask God where are you in this At the point, I'm frustrated and I'm angry. I always have to take a minute and sit and be like, okay, hold on. Why am I angry? Is the devil in this? Is the devil trying to start up some trouble? How many times have you had an amazing morning? Everything's cool. Everybody's getting along. Got your breakfast. Gonna sit and watch... Cosby show or maybe Fresh Prince or um, A Different World because that comes on in the morning now. And for y'all who don't know, I love my black sitcoms. (laughs) 
I'm an 80s baby. <laughs> so basically, as I said, you have an amazing morning. And then, something as small as who left the milk out? Who didn't do the garbage? Who spilled something? And that gets everybody frustrated. That's the devil trying to start up something. I don't know how many times that's happened to you where everything was cool and then here comes some negativity. You know, fear, anger, frustration. That's all the devil trying to mess with you. And how do we fight off the devil? I'll talk about that in the next episode where I'm going to be talking about how the devil came to the earth. How did he get kicked out of heaven? I'll let it mingle for a second there. Because a lot of people wonder, where did Satan come from? He was a fallen angel. God created him, but he said he going to do what he wanted to do. And a third of the angels followed him down to the earth. He got kicked out of heaven. And he took a third of the angels with him. And they on the earth mingling right now as we speak. Right. So we must know that we are in this world, not of this world. And even in John, I think it's further down where... Uh, further than the 10th, where it says, we are not of the world. We are in the world. And uh, for that episode, I will definitely find that in the last half of John, uh, the book of John. And also... Just because you can't see him doesn't mean he's not there. You breathe air every day. You know there's a wind. You have nutrition in your blood. You don't see it, but you know it's there. The wind blows. You don't see it, but you know it's there. We breathe in air. You don't see it, but you know it's there. So how is it that you can believe that, but you can't believe that there is a God? And a lot of people will say, well, God took this thing from me and God took that from me. And I don't understand why this is happening to me. God only takes what can destroy you away from you. God only takes people out of your lives that are leading you in the wrong direction. And I'm not talking about people passing. That's a whole nother thing. And it was in God's plan. Because my Aunt Gloria passed away. And uh, what is strange is this is the first person who has passed that I haven't cried about. 
And I'm wondering, what's wrong with me? Why am I crying? I know that she's with God. She's met the Lord at the pearly gates and she's up there with him. And the best life is a life in heaven with the Lord. And she was an amazing woman. And I will miss her. She, I was named after her. She was my twin. I'll always love her. And always keep in mind that there were so many things that we did that was so much alike. And a lot of people, when people pass, you know, you can't be selfish. You probably say, selfish? What are you talking about? We must let them go. Because it's their time. And, uh, also, she did so many things in God's work. And just like Jesus, it was her time. When Jesus got crucified, and he, in the beginning of, throughout the, um, Sorry, the book of John, he kept saying, it's not my time. I will be going, but you cannot come with me. Throughout the whole chapter, he's hinting that he's going to be going, but he doesn't tell us where. And then when he gets crucified, he lays his head down and he says, you see, he says, Find the exact spot. It says when Jesus says in John nineteen verse thirty. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished, and bowing his head. He gave up his spirit. And at that moment, you know, he died. So, just because you can't see something, doesn't mean it's not there. And just because your prayers are not being answered, at the moment that you pray about it, that doesn't mean God is not doing work. God is always doing work that we cannot see. Because no one knows what God looks like. Nobody knows what God looks like. We might have had dreams. Even my dream. But I honestly think that was Jesus trying to tell me. That I need to read the Bible. Because how is it that when I woke up from my dream, the Bible was right there on my bed. And for those who know me, know Gloria don't like no junk on her bed. The Bible is not junk. But I'm saying, I don't just leave things on my bed and go to sleep. 
It just happened to be there when I woke up. So, just because you don't see it, feel it, hear it, that doesn't mean it's not there. The same person that you are now, you weren't like that before. But you didn't see into the future. But it was there. Right? And at that, also on that message, is leading into my next message. We must take care of our bodies. We must take care of our bodies. Our mental, our spiritual, our physical, our verbal, everything, even our social life. And I know a lot of us are like, man, what social life? What are you talking about? I'm not talking about a physical face-to-face social life. I'm talking about different things that we can do. I have a lot of Zoom meetings that I attend in my own bedroom, in the privacy of my own home. And at that, church doesn't stop because we don't have a building to go to. Church is the congregation, not the building. And for those who really need a good Bible study, I suggest Walk in Truth Radio with James Sutton, Pastor James Sutton, on Facebook Live on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Amazing Bible studies, let me tell you. I don't even have to raise my hand or even ask a question. You know why? Because he already answers it before I can even raise my hand. Now that's a pastor. (laughs) Let me tell you. Amazing. Verbal. Scriptures. And I've learned a lot from my homework. Of reading John. Uh, There's so many amazing stories in there. There are miracles that happened in there. There are, like I said, the shepherd's story. Chapter 10. Amazing. And then the, the crucifixion of God. I mean, sorry. The crucifixion. The son of God, Jesus. Jesus got crucified. And then he resurrected. I haven't gotten to chapter 21 yet. Because that's the last chapter of the book of John. But there's so many things we can learn from the Bible. And a lot of people try to figure it out themselves and be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I feel stuck. I'm lonely. I'm depressed. I have anxiety. I have children that drive me nuts. I have a husband that won't leave me alone. I have a friend that just can talk for hours. And I can't even help her, but she's not hearing me. I can't get to the grocery store. I can't pay a bill. I can't take a nap. I can't, I can't, I can't. Guess what? It's all in the Bible. Your solution for whatever problem you have, it's in the Bible. Now you say to me, Gloria, get real. Seriously? (laughs) 
yeah, all I have to do is pick up a Bible and read it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And a lot of people ask me, why do you have so many Bible studies, Gloria? Why do you attend so many Bible studies? I'm like, you know what? It keeps me sane. It keeps me peace of mind. And it keeps me knowing that God is with me at all times, even when I'm sleeping. Even when I want to hurt somebody because they took something from me. Even when someone cuts me in my face and I have to walk away. Even when I don't have the money to pay a bill. It's funny how my tax return came. I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> I know they didn't put my money in there. Well, how am I how all of a sudden I have that? <laughs> it was God. I prayed about it. I prayed about it. And many people ask me, why is it that God's not answering my prayers? He ain't doing nothing. Guess what? You're wrong. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. I mean, think about it. Think about it when you were a kid. About four or five years old. And think about what age you are now. You didn't see your bones growing, but they grew. You didn't see yourself growing inch by inch and getting taller, but it happened. You graduated from school. The, the hours are going, the sun is rising, the sun is setting. That's because you can't see it as it's happening. Doesn't mean it's not going to get there. So basically I'm saying, Bible study can really change your life. Believing in Christ, believing in God. Do you understand the kind of God we have? He gives you multiple chances over and over and over and over again. He will not hold you, hold you against your will. He gives you choices. You either believe in me or you don't. And he's showing you through all these stories that Jesus went through it all. He was crucified. He was betrayed. He was frustrated. He was lonely. He was, he cried. And a lot of men say, oh, real men don't cry. Jesus cried. So what you saying then? <laughs> but yeah, so. Jesus went through it all. So in the story, you will find your story too. It might not be the exact, but get this though. When you. Open that Bible and start reading and you hit a spot where you go understand, guess what? There are places that and people who can help to explain it to you. I have a, uh, a counselor, pastor, that's helping me out. And let me tell you, I've never been so excited about learning about the Bible that I am now with Pastor James. Now you probably, how are you going to contact, how, how can I contact him? Well, guess what? He is on Walking Truth Radio on Spotify. You can get him on um, Facebook Live on Tuesdays. 
and he's on anchor.fm he has a lot of different social media networks so the basic way i think honestly the easiest way to contact him check in on his his uh his bible study his podcast has great messages regardless if it's 10 minutes you have 30 minutes an hour you can find a message on there that you can relate to believe me i make an effort every day to make sure i listen to something that he put up because he has so many different social media sometimes i'll listen to spotify sometimes i'll watch him on youtube sometimes i'll watch him on uh i'll listen to him on anchor.fm there's so many ways because sometimes i'm cooking so I have to listen to it on Spotify. Sometimes I'm sitting in my room. So I can actually watch it on YouTube. You know. So there's different ways to listen. But let me just say this. If you feel like you're stuck. And you feel the Bible is so complicated. You can get someone to help you learn it. One on one. That's what I'm doing. I don't know why I didn't think of it before. But I guess I didn't get the right person to help me cancel, to help cancel me on this. But you know, love is so amazing. When you know the love of Christ, everything else becomes clear. I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about the way you live. Who you speak to, who you listen to, who you follow, the music you listen to, the videos you watch. Videos and movies that I used to watch that I used to laugh at, like the movie The Craft. I used to laugh at that movie because I thought it was funny. Now I don't even watch it. The Bible will change you for the better. And God is always in control. You know, some people say... Well, I own myself. Yeah. Okay, so you birth yourself. You put air into yourself. Yeah, we are all individuals. Yes, we all own our, 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 how do I explain this? The way that we want to live. But, remember this. God, there is no one like him. No one. No one is like him. And sometimes I, when I was a kid, I wondered, why would God give up his son for our sins? Why? Was he put on that cross to suffer like that? Why was the devil created? He wasn't created. What I mean by created, that God didn't create him to be the devil. Satan decided he wanted to be like that. He was an angel before he became Lucifer. But that will be in the next episode. But a lot of us 
We see ourselves as individuals. Maybe every single one person who's listening now. But understand this. Though you are an individual, you have to think about who created you. How did he create us? We're supposed to be in God's image. So we're supposed to live as Jesus did. Following God's word and fulfilling God's works. Because like I said earlier, in the book of John, throughout the book of John, he keeps talking about God's works. I am here to do God's works. I am not here to follow my own mind. I am doing what God says. I'm saying what God would want me to say. I'm doing what God wants me to do. So, we must do the same. Sometimes it's hard to choose because you think everything's cool. Everything's going your way. Have you ever wondered why? Have you ever wondered why? And many a time, a lot of us, even now for me, the wilderness. The wilderness is a place where you ask yourself, why is nothing happening? Why do I feel like I'm on pause? Why do I feel like my prayers aren't being answered? Why hasn't this come through? Why didn't that person answer me? All of those questions in your mind. That is the place where God prepares you for the next level of your spiritual growth. A lot of us are on different levels. Maybe everyone's on a different level. But in the wilderness, that is where God connects with you that's where you seek the father that's where you open that bible and read the bible that's where you realize that god is doing something but that doesn't mean you run the other way you just have to be patient and wait in that time you are restoring you are rebuilding you are growing you are understanding yourself and where you are why you are here in this specific spot. I'll give you an example. Say, for example, you feel you're in the wilderness. But, okay, say, for example, you're married, got two kids, lost your job, and your car is broken down. You ask and pray to God, please fix these things. Please help me pay my bills give my husband a job or the wife a job depending on what kind of family and what values and what rules you feel if the woman works or the man works or both work and you're wondering six seven months have gone by nothing's happening and then suddenly your husband gets a phone call talking about we would like to him to come in for an interview husband gets the job The wife gets a job too. You get money to fix the car. How did that happen? She was patient in that wilderness and waited for God. Wait on the Lord. I know it's hard. 
But when things get tough, you don't run the other way. You know why? Because the struggle is what makes you stronger. The struggle makes you realize things that you never realized before. You find out who you really are. And sometimes you have to realize that sometimes you have to be put into a situation you don't know how strong you can really be until something really happens then you find out what kind of character you got not personality character it's god all of it is god And I pray that people who do not believe in Christ to see me as an example of God's working in me to talk to you about the Lord. And I I was at a point where I asked God, why are you, why are you picking on me? Like, you're just going to take everything from me. Guess what? It wasn't God who took it. It was the devil. But you know what he took? He took everything of mine that brought me joy. The devil does that. Not God. God brings into your life everything that's good. The devil takes out everything that's good. So what happened? I had to strengthen my spiritual side. My spiritual growth. My knowledge of the Bible. And when you coat yourself with God's word, no matter what happens, you can reflect on the word and be like, oh, I'm good. Because anger and fear only comes from the devil. Anger and fear only comes from the flames of hell. Think about it. When was the last time you were angry or scared? How'd you deal with it? You called on God's name, right? The devil is scared of God. So when he continuously calls you, Gloria, Gloria, I know you see me. Just, just cuss him out a little bit. That's okay. Just use one or two words. Yeah. Because the devil brings temptation disruption, and addiction into your life. Everything that's negative, that's the God. Trying to, God, trying to show you that the devil is destructive. Anytime you see the destructive, distractions, addiction, it is God's work at one point. What do you mean by that, Gloria? When you feel those feelings, think of God and his power. And that eliminates all that. That's what I mean by it's God trying to show you. Because the first thing that comes to mind, you're like, "Ah, I want to hurt somebody. I want to hurt somebody. God is not creating the negativity. He's opening your eyes to the negativity and showing you that you need to push that away. 
and make more room for his word. Okay? I just wanted to be clear on that. Because people say, how would you say it's God? No, it's not God. It's an alert from God to say, hey, that's negative. Hey, that's disruptive. Hey, that's this and that, whatever. Where is that coming from? So I'm saying it's God trying to bring your attention to all that negative stuff in your life. Push that aside and bring more God into your life. All right. So in closing. A sin is a sin. But we are all sinners. We need to look at ourselves and examine our lives. Ask ourselves. Where are these things coming from? What distractions, temptations, addictions, negative thoughts, dirty mouths, negative environments? Where is that all coming from? You can move that to the side and God will enter in. You have to ask him for help. You have to ask and you shall receive. Because God is always with us. So anytime negative, whatever it is, next time you think or feel any kind of negative vibe, think of the Lord. Because the Lord can battle that devil off. He made us. And he knows the devil's mind too. Just remember that. Though the devil, should I say Satan, was kicked out of heaven and he brought third of he brought a third of the angels with him, God's still in control of them. God is still in control of them. And I think the reason why he still exists is to see who would choose what and whose heart believes in God. Because there is the devil. And then there is God. But every time you make a decision, you need to go closer to God, not further away from him. So, y'all, take it easy. Take care of yourselves. And take care of yourselves, really. Like, seriously, take care of yourselves. Do your social distancing. Stay inside when you're supposed to stay inside wear your masks do what you're supposed to do and as that song goes i'll rise up i'll rise like the day i'll rise up i'll rise unafraid i'll rise up and i'll do it a thousand times again i'll rise up High like the waves, I'll rise up in spite of the ache. I'll rise up and I'll do it a thousand times again. And we'll rise up with who? The Lord. We will rise up with God. Amen. If you need prayer, send a message to my Resurrected for a Reason Facebook page. And I will send you a prayer back. Amen. Amen. Peace and love, y'all. This is Gloria TP5.
from resurrected for a reason.